There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. I am Tennessean sports columnist Gentry Estes, and I'm joined by... Eric Backrack, Titans beat writer for the Tennessean. Post-game edition here for Talking Titans after a 24-17 to win for the Titans over the Chicago Bears, breaking a uh, two-game losing streak. And, Eric, I guess the, the story of the day would have been the, uh, the defense, especially, uh, especially on third down. They weren't, they weren't awful, Gentry. Uh, actually, they were quite good on third down, which is a dramatic improvement from, from what we've seen from this unit. Obviously, it's been you know, their consistent Achilles heel this season, just getting off the field and being unable to stop their opponent really in any capacity on third down. Today, they were two for 15, and or they held the Bears to two for 15 on third down. You know, they, they have actually, I, I crunched some numbers afterward, they have a chance potentially next week to not be ranked last in the league in third down defense. The Panthers are also pretty bad. So, you know, I, I think a lot of it, as you wrote, Gentry, had, had something to do with the, the fact that Chicago is not good offensively. You know, we saw that. We, we saw a lot of that today, just what, what the Bears were able to do or what they weren't able to do. But, you know, I, I think I think John Robinson, I think Mike Vrabel deserve a lot of credit for for losing the dead weight, you know, for losing Vic Beasley, for losing Jonathan Joseph. You know, just watching this defense today, it really didn't seem like there was – you know, there wasn't that that noticeable weak link that was apparent when you had Joseph on the field, Beasley on the field, guys that just were not doing anything. And I think it showed. And I think, you know, a guy like Desmond King gave them a little bit of a jolt. I think, you know, some of the guys they brought up from the practice squad did the same. You know, guys guys playing for opportunities down the road like Breon Borders, T.R. Tart. Um, you know, they had a few guys coming and contribute. Wyatt Ray is another. Derek Roberson played a lot of snaps. So, you know, I think it finally all came together for the defense. And, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. I, I think this uh, the, the Bears weren't, you know, a huge test in that regard just with what they do offensively. But if the Titans are able to play, you know, to, to some degree as they did today, they're a scary team. They're a team that, um, like last year, is capable of making a run, in my opinion. Yeah, some confidence, I think, in the idea of you didn't have to play a shootout to win this game, and uh, that has been the case pretty much all season. So I think right. that's, you know, it's it's progress, although I, I, I do think, yeah, I think the Bears' offense was was pretty bad <laughs> for a lot of this game. They, they couldn't, they really couldn't stay out of their own way uh, a lot of the time. And, and they, you know, if you're the, you're the Titans, you needed to take a step in the right direction. I think the Bears pushed them a little bit that way and and you know what you'll take it it's a win they needed at a time they they really needed to get it and you know the the bears make a little noise late but this is a team they threw nick Foles threw 52 passes uh, which is the kind of thing you see when you're trying to come back late and i think the um you know the the titans held the bears to 56 rushing yards that was a big big deal there i think uh kind of an underrated weakness in this defense recently had been the uh had been the run game And, and i think you know, again, a step in the right direction, Eric, but I don't think we're sitting here saying, oh, gosh, the defense is fixed. Uh, I think this right. was this was the worst offense they played this year, but I do think it was also the best defense they played this year. This was a game where the defense w- was going to have to step up or they pretty much had no shot to win, and, and the defense stepped up. Yeah, I think it's important for them to realize that, you know, as you said, 
you don't have to win a game a certain way. And, and that is for the Titans what it's been, which is, you know, the offense putting up 30 points and, and kind of bailing out the defense. Today was kind of a, a little bit of a role reversal. And I do think, uh, as we've talked about, a lot of it did have to do with, with just how bad Chicago is offensively. But, you know, I, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, and I've, I've brought it up a bunch of times, but you do have a Dory Jackson waiting in the wings. You know, the Titans' next game is, is only a few days from now on Thursday. Titans have to make a decision on Jackson by Wednesday as far as activating him from the designated to return list. Uh, if it's not a season-ending type injury, which Mike Rabel himself indicated, you would think that they would activate him at that point. Whether or not he's ready to go by Thursday remains to be seen. But, you know, you add him back into the mix and you have a, a, a starting lineup of quarterbacks that that includes Malcolm Butler, Desmond Keen, and Dory Jackson. You throw Jadavion Clowney back into the fold, uh, you know, if this knee injury that he has isn't isn't all that serious. And I think getting healthy, you know, all of that is to say, I think getting healthy could, you know, could continue to help the Titans defense. I, I think it could be another reason for optimism when it comes to the unit. And I, I just think they needed a performance like this, you know, because the road from here, at least when it comes to opposing offenses, you know, only gets harder with, with the, playing the Colts twice in the next three weeks. You got the Ravens, you got the Browns. Those, those are potent offenses, certainly much more potent than the Bears coming up. So, you needed this from from a confidence standpoint, and and also as as we've said, just to realize that, you know, every game doesn't have to be a shootout for this team to win. Yeah, uh, I'll play a little devil's advocate on. Uh, yeah, I do think that's reason for for some optimism on defense, and there really hasn't been much of that this season. Right, hasn't been much reason for pessimism on offense, and and I think. Uh, again, I think you have to consider the opposition on that too. The Bears' defense is very very good, and. You know, as you look at what the Titans were able to do offensively today, there's A.J. Brown, and that's about it. Yep. Uh, they didn't really get the run game going with Henry, They, which is, you know, that's a game they're ahead. They would have liked to have, have probably gotten a little more out of that than they did. And uh, it really took A.J. Brown making plays uh, to, to, to kind of get where they needed, get, get themselves in a good place. The defense was playing well, but, um, you know, offensively, uh, losing Roger Saffold, I think, is a low-key big deal. Yep. <laughs> I, I I think that's a having already lost Taylor Lewan. If Saffold is unable to play Thursday night, that's bad news in yeah. my opinion. I agree. I think Tyson Breo and, and Jamil Douglas, who replaced Saffold at left guard, you know that that's significant to have those two guys in in place of the one-two punch that you normally had on that left side of the line. And I think. You know, I think we saw some of that today. I, I think, you know, Tannehill, I don't know how many, I think he threw 21 passes. He didn't drop back all that much, but it really kind of felt like this was certainly one of the games where he was pressured, or at least it felt that way the most. I mean, he was sacked a season high three times today. It really felt like the Bears were doing a good job uh, at getting back there and, and causing disruption. I think going forward, if you don't have Saffold, and I think, you know, playing on, on, um, short rest this week uh, against the Colts really, really hurts in that regard. That's big. I agree. I think that's a low key big deal. Yeah, but I, I guess you, 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 you kind of, as they say, sweep some of this stuff under the rug when you're able to win games, which they haven't been able to the last couple of weeks. So to improve to six and two, this, this, this was a big game for both of these teams. These teams were both slumping coming in, and you kind of felt like whoever was able to get a result today was going to 
take a big step toward getting it back on the right track, whereas whoever didn't could be in trouble. And, and I think watching the Bears today, that's a team I think could be in trouble. Their offense just isn't very good. And Nick Foles ain't it. He, no. He's just not. He's and not. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky used, isn't either, but, but Foles isn't. No, it's like I tweeted during the game, Eric. Can you imagine with that defense if they'd taken Patrick Mahomes when they had the chance? Or even Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a major what if that I'm sure will continue to loom over Chicago. Ooh, so anyway, a uh, so a good win for the Titans today, and and a relatively comfortable win for the Titans. They they haven't done that much this year. It's been a lot of fly by the seat of their pants kind of kind of performances. Whereas this one, you know, it felt like when um, you know when they returned the fumble there, Desmond King returns the fumble there late in the third quarter. It kind of felt like ball game, yep. even at seventeen nothing. And you know, I know uh, Rabel wasn't really happy with how the the defense finished he, he seemed okay with how they played but he kind of griped about the 17 points there in the fourth quarter and the bears kind of scoring some late but that that ended up being a little more cosmetic than anything I, I, yeah I, yeah i mean the final score it, it was totally misleading the, the uh, bears correct me if i'm wrong i don't think they scored until the fourth quarter it was it was pretty much you know a really dominating effort by by the titans defense something we just have not seen this season you know i think it's reason for cautious optimism going forward uh you know, the question from here is if they can keep it going and, and how healthy they are when it comes to Saffold, when it comes to Adoree Jackson. And we'll have the answers relatively soon because the Colts are coming up uh, in just a few days here. Yeah, big game. Big game on Thursday night at Nissan. So, uh, all right, well, that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Eric Bacharach, I'm Gentry Estes. Thanks for listening. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean.